Hey guys, welcome back to Spitball Experts. Um, my name is Dirk. I'm living in South Africa. Oh. <laughs> Dirk, that is me. That's not you. That's me. Okay, you were in South Africa. Okay. I used to live in South Africa. There we go. Okay, um, you were in, in Switzerland. There um, we go. I'm a youth pastor, theologian, and just a general nonsense talk at heart. Yep, that's very true uh hey guys uh my name is arnold i am still living in south africa uh like we said um yeah i'm i'm also motherland <laughs> um i am still a youth pastor as well at a very cool church in south africa um, but i also do a few other things on the side as well like talk a bunch of nonsense with Dirk every now and again uh play the occasional golf and uh, also run a business every now and again so yeah cool Dirk, we've got a lacquer topic yes that is south african yes we've got a good topic today uh so, do you want to intro the topic for us yeah so today we're talking about generalization mm. um you know those blanket statements people make about you either because you're christian or just because you're a human being um and they don't understand your culture like yeah. all Afrikaners only eat meat at a barbecue so yeah. bride for South Africans, no, no. but, but Dirk, let, let's be honest. <laughs> when we used to <laughs> kind of socialize, that's all we did eat. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. So, well, yeah. sometimes you, uh, you, well, we we do answer to the to the yeah. stigma. Um, but I, I, I think it's such an interesting topic, especially for Christians. Mm. Um, how we generalize uh, is something that I that I see often here. Like yeah. in uh, Switzerland, we have. We have, we have three churches. So you have the Roman Catholic Church, the Reformed Church, and then the free churches. So they are free because they don't pay any tax. Uh, <laughs> and the generalization from the free churches, I mean, we are quite pompous on this. Mm. Like, we are the true believers in those people in the Reformed Church. So the Catholic churches, they are just not so much believing sure. in Jesus, not really Christians. So it's just interesting to see how generalization work and how sometimes we can get it wrong. Mm. Um, and I, I just find the topic interesting. Yeah. And so let's see today what, what uh, generalizations we can break through and, and, yes. and, yeah, and see what happens. Mm. Yeah, I think as you already starting to talk on it, I think the whole idea behind generalization is in South Africa, it is massive. I mean, honestly, we, we've got a bunch. I mean, right now, there is a bunch of stuff going on where people are just making a bunch of accusations formed on what they can just see from someone's life or the type of um the type of uh, i want to say uh, religion they follow now in the christian culture obviously that you know um in the christian culture and i know this is massive in south africa the christian culture people love to say that we are judgmental that we are a bunch of judgmental people and we are just judgmental i really don't know how <laughs> to define this but, um, but do you think there's any basis to to that statement like no, honestly i think be honest for a minute here yeah i think yes i do because and unfortunately this is like with any other organization or any other group of people this is a basic though the way that people interpret a such a certain situation um is usually I mean, you, you always get a few, a few bad apples in the bunch, honestly. I mean, 
in the whole Christian belief or the Christian culture, people tend to say, listen, all the Christians are judgmental, but it's always just a few people who are kind of the judgmental people because either, I don't know, they are hurt or someone judged them and now they're judging them back or I don't know. But sometimes I do see, and it's like, you know, in, in society, you always get a Karen, you know, that one that wants to speak to the manager, the one that mm-hmm. just wants the attention. Um, unfortunately, that is kind of the same in the Christian culture. There's always someone that wants to say, listen, this is, this is only my opinion now. And a lot of what they're saying isn't usually supported by scripture. You know, um, Jesus says to us, listen, you have to love all people and there should be no judgment amongst the people, but still Christians kind of find a way to press their own opinion into the situation and say that is what the Christian culture stands for. So I, I think, yeah, it's, 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 it's quite, it's a tricky situation. I mean, on the one hand, we, we love to quote scripture when it, when it really, um, when it can really support our argument. Exactly. Um, I think then, then we love quoting scripture. Then, <laughs> then, uh, then we are on it. Like, yeah. like you saying, Bolt is on a hundred meter sprint. Um, <laughs> but other than that, I think, I think the, the, the whole basis of, of, judging people it's so easy it's it's quick i mean that's also how we categorize people like exactly it helps us to understand the world so i i guess that is the one one part in it it doesn't mean it's right it's just understandable that we at the first glance that's why first impressions is so important Mm. where you um I mean, if you go into an interview, the first thing they look at is who is this person mm-hmm. by the way you dress, walk, um, do you slouch? Do you, I mean, all of this stuff, yeah. what communication for a human being is 80% nonverbal. Mm-hmm. So that is a boatload of communication without even exactly. opening your mouth. Yeah. So, but, but I, I do think there's a couple of Christians that um, look very competent and when they open their mouth, it's like, what the... Um, <laughs> So what sounds like sounds like you have experience in this Dirk. do you want to tell us some more do you want to vent a bit now yeah i, I think yeah i th- i think i've i've done that quite often where <laughs> i just put my foot in it because i was yeah. not really paying attention or, or, or trying to mm. press my point of view into situations where i should have maybe practiced the whole thing that yeah. stands in james maybe be quick to listen and slow to speak yeah. Um, I think we tw- twisted that around by being quick yeah. to speak and slow to listen. Exactly. Um, yeah. But putting yourself in someone else's culture or or just um, in someone yeah. else's shoes for a minute is very difficult because it means yeah. you need to shut up and listen. Yeah. Um, and and I and I think as as a as vocal Christian, sometimes we are we're very quick to do the yeah. latter. Yeah. But um, I have to say, Dirk, I think and it's something I encountered this week as well. I think. The problem is that Christians especially don't always know how to respond to a situation because, I mean, let's be honest, if you in South Africa now, if you go on an outreach in South Africa, for example, there's a lot of food drives happening now. There's a lot of people receiving, for example, food parcels and stuff like that, which is great. And I mean, we, we even here at our church, I mean, we are a part of a community where there's just a, it's big support. But the problem is that the moment that you're in that society or in that culture, for example, the first thing that we do is we try to humanize it with our own perspective. 
So what do we usually do? We go into a society, we go into a community, and um, we immediately, for example, want to take a picture, you know, with someone. Because <laughs> we, we feel that that is not yeah. how we will judge. We feel that, listen, if I take a picture with this person or with this baby or while I'm giving out something, listen, it's going to make it, it's going to make me feel like I'm not judging. That looks great for Instagram. Exactly. Just it does. Saying, I mean, just... You get a lot of likes. It's awesome. But it does nothing for the judgmental spirit that we might have. Because in us, we are kind of saying, listen, I'm actually judging this area so bad because it smells or I'm judging this person because this person smells. Uh, just your comments on, you know, um, first impressions lost. It doesn't matter where you are. If you're just in your local spa, for example. Um, or your local shop, you, you go in, you see someone there and you're just like, what is this person doing? Like, why is this person like that? Like a mom with their kid, for example, if you know, this is a Christian mom, you look at this person and you're like, what is she doing? Why is she like that? But when you talk to her, it's like, Hey, how's it going? Okay. <laughs> you know, and it's just like, we, we try to make a joke out of everything because we don't always know how to respond to a situation. No. that's true i think sometimes the situation just overwhelms us exactly um, and that's maybe why the bible has some good advice in there just be quick to listen slow to speak then you don't put your f exactly. foot in the mouth but i think one generalization we do have to touch on just just yes. a little yes, yes so i'm no single parent by a long margin but i i find i find this just this this stereotype or generalization quite interesting yeah a single mom mm. They do not get away with anything, but a single dad. I mean, this. I mean, short of okay, you have to like, you have to explain this one. You have to explain so, this one. So I was just I was talking. Uh, I was at a friend's wedding last year, and uh, the guy adopted two two kids. Very admirable. Very cool. Yeah. Um, a cool guy, and he brought up the topic, and I found this so funny. Um, and he, and he just mentioned that as a single dad, you can get away with a lot of things like forgetting yeah. um, to take your kid to, to, um, <laughs> to a birthday party or yeah. um, forgetting the gift at home yeah, or yeah, come yeah. late to school. Like everyone is so like, oh yeah, it's, it's, it's just so good that you do yeah. this, like championing the dude. Yeah, if a single yeah. mom does that, oh my goodness, pandemonium. You're a bad mother and you exactly. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It makes sense. It makes sense. Well, honestly, Doug, I think, for in my own life i mean i know my mom was a single mom for a few years and honestly i can't remember much from that time i was very small but what i do remember is there is something of a pressure put on a mom to be the caregiver and the dad to be the joke to be but in, like, in what world do we live where man, men get scapegoated because they or they they get an easy pass well, because like, um, if, if at least they are doing their job, and for goodness sake, yeah. they brought it into life. So obviously, they need to take care of their responsibility. Anyway, this uh, is this opens up a whole other topic of that that we I don't think we have to get into today, but <laughs> it, it opens up an entirely new topic towards uh, like the man and all the male and female role versus one another, especially in parenting. Now, for myself, honestly, I'm also not even close to being a parent. Um, but there, there's something that I've noticed a lot in, especially moms, is a lot of pressure is put on a mom 
because I think people just expect that. You know, people expect the, the dad to be the one that brings in the money. In a, in a, let's say in a family household, the dad is supposed to be the one that brings in the money. And the mom is supposed to be the one that nurtures everyone. Obviously, if we, if we just look at our design according to, according to scripture, it's like the dad is the provider, the mom is the nurturer or the enhancer, for example. Now, And the moment that that splits up, suddenly the mom feels like she has to fulfill all these extra roles as well. You know? And then society puts this thing on her like, how dare you forget your kid at school? And I'm saying that because my mom did it to me once. Um, my mom literally just forgot me at school. <laughs> but it happens. It happens. happens. And that's people. the thing. But when my dad did it, it was like, haha, it's so funny, you know? And people were just like, yeah, typical, that's your dad, blah, blah, blah. It's like, and when I think about it now, it's this whole thing of your dad is usually the one that is, he's supposed to bring in discipline. So he can't be strict on other places. He can't be rigid because he has to be focused on work, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, and your example of how dad gets it so much easier when it comes to uh, if you forgot to take your kid to a birthday party versus a mom. I think, honestly, there is just this expectation that a mom is supposed to know all these things because she's the nurturer. She takes care of things. And the dad just provides. I think just to just looking... And then I think that's so so interesting and so important for us to maybe step away from our generalizations and thinking we know everything about everything. Maybe just step down a notch and go, well, maybe we don't know everything about everything. And we don't know what, what, how people's lives look like and, and, and what they are doing and, and what their struggles are. Um, and just, just, just coming back to, to, to the whole judgment thing, because I guess that plays a part in... Yeah especially when people really really step straight into our generalization like yeah, yeah look i told you this guy's gonna do it i mean yeah typical yeah, written all over his face um, yeah, typical christian <laughs> yeah let's talk about typical christians yeah, yeah. like I, th- I think sometimes as christians we don't do ourselves any justice mm-hmm. um and our portrayal towards the world and the topics we 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 um we think we should face or social mm. justice stuff that we think we should be a mm. part of um i think it takes a lot of discernment to really mm. be a part of the right thing and saying mm. the right thing also takes a lot of discernment like yeah stepping back listening to the person mm. and answering questions yeah. that is relevant but i think just, just taking a look at at any christian right now in the world um Christianity, if I'm not mistaken, is the biggest religion in the world right now. Um, but the problem with, with, with that number is there's a lot of people that just tick that box saying, I'm a Christian because they don't want to reform to any other judgmental inclinations, for example. Now, people don't always get active in Christianity, for example, like if we say, if, the, if scripture says, be slow to speak and quick to listen, for example, we feel attacked by people because people think we are judgmental. So when we just keep quiet, immediately they're like, oh, yeah, you're judging me in your thoughts. And, uh, uh, uh. 
and sorry, that's just like a Joburg person. But is, is, is that kind of like your judging voice? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, and immediately, just just like right now, immediately, it's like a reflex. Like just now, when I when I made that statement, my comments immediately was, "Haha, that's a Joburg person doing that." Immediately, I'm generalizing a Joburg person. Honestly, Dude, that's because you live in Pretoria, man. Like, exactly. <laughs> but I still think Joburg is the best. But yeah. let's let's not get into that topic. Yeah, exactly. Let's not be all. But detailed. I think I think honestly, if we if we just take a look at a person's natural inclination, is number one. If we just look at scripture, number one is where's your heart at with the situation, or with your whole life. And number two, what do we actually do when we are judgmental or when we are generalized or whilst we are generalizing others, what are we supposed to be doing then? Yes. Let's keep quiet. Let's not throw the first stone like Jesus says, but let's just act in love. But the problem is we don't always receive the love back from people. So then we don't want to give love anymore. And that is just like, honestly, that is why I think a lot of Christians feel, or a lot of people feel Christians are judgmental. And also other way around, how people are judgmental on Christians. Yeah, like non-Christians, yeah. Exactly. So, but it's difficult eh? because for for us, it's it's simple. We're in ministry for a long time now. We know the scripture and all of that. And by no means do we say we're experts at all. But the one thing that does stand out in what, what Christ expects of us is as a Christian is simply this. Love God and love people. That's all it is. And when you love people, you will sometimes keep your mouth shut. And, and, I, and I think it's, it's, it's not so much about keeping your mouth shut. I think it's about being an, a positive contributor to conversations. Yeah. Um, I mean, Thinking twice before you do something. I love what the author of Hebrews does in his lay in Hebrews tells like, mm. like fix your eyes on Jesus. Mm. Like that's the author and the perfect of our faith. Like yeah. don't, don't deviate left or right. Don't yeah. just, just fix your eyes on Jesus. And I think, the more we f- we are fixating on Jesus, I think the more we'll get into his mindset, yeah. the more we become like him. I mean, that's the whole Christian yeah. rhetoric is that we become more like Jesus. And yeah. that's, that's the foundation of our faith. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think then, then, then it becomes easier. I mean, look at the guys that hung out with Jesus. I mean, Matthew was a tax collect- collector, mm-hmm. hated by the community, literally mm-hmm. spitted upon when he walked past. Yeah. Um, was so so cool like um uh the chosen is a netflix yeah. uh, a netflix a uh, youtube series about yeah. about the gospel gospels in the life of jesus and it's it's portrayed so well about mm. ha- how hated this person was mm. no one ever took time to get to know him or, exactly or what, you know or like because here's the problem there is people thought that he was beneath them and once again, that is suddenly we've got a hierarchy in life, in society saying this person is hated by others. So he is beneath me. So I'm not even going to give the person the time of day. So I'm not even going to try and listen to this person. You know, we, we've got preconceived ideas of a person because of what others are saying about him or her or simply what they look like. You know, I, I watched the same, the same series. I think last week we also watched The Chosen my wife and I, and we <laughs> just how Matthew, I think it was in the first episode, but just how Matthew climbs into the back of a cart and how this guy who is kind of pulling him everywhere 
just tells him, listen, I don't want to be seen with you. There's no chance. And immediately how, you know, he gets on the, on the defense, Matthew now, you know, and he's trying to just to, just to live life, you know, just to be there. Such a, so. I mean, the world is crazy at the moment. Like it's in pandemonium. Everyone's screaming at each other. It's a, it's a, it's a great screaming contest. Yeah. I think. It's a great bake-off. I think this is a great screaming contest. Um, yeah. And and I think for us as Christians to really be be careful of what we what we attach our ourselves towards um mm. or to or what cause I think we need to be really wise. But I think generalizing is is just human nature. <clears throat> mm. But I think we we should we should try to to get away from it. Mm. And I mean we are going to generalize. We just need to say that. I think yeah. it's going to. Yeah, I was about. I just wanted to say the same thing. We we are gonna do that. It's just no matter how big the halo is on your head, you're <laughs> still gonna generalize. <laughs> but I think that that's that's the problem. Is people think we're supposed to be Christians, especially think we're supposed to be these perfect individuals, you know, that has to walk around with a halo. If you put the halo up there yourself, well done. But you know, people think we we're supposed to be these perfect people that aren't able to generalize but or, or not allowed to generalize but the the problem is just biologically it makes sense i mean we we saw we we seek out people like us mm-hmm. we seek out people according to our likes and our dislikes it's it's part of human nature however a lot of people make that ugly you know that's true yeah. and that's the problem but talking about that what christians should and shouldn't be how many times have you heard in, in church when, I mean, when, when, when some scandal pops up in church, for example, someone gets hurt. I mean, yeah. how many people are walking around the church hurt? And it's like, mm. if there's one place on earth that hurt shouldn't take place. Mm. It's a church. It's church. Like, mm. have you seen the people hanging out in church? I mean, mm. we, we, we tend to think we have our lives all together and we, mm. we have our picket fences up and stuff like that. Yeah. That's fantastic. But it's not like there's a lot of broken people. Yeah. And, and and I think that that is the thing is is it speaks to the core of the gospel. I mean, in the mm. end, Jesus wants to mend he broken people. He yeah. wants to make them whole again and heal them. Um, mm. and and when broken people meet broken people, just more brokenness happens. Mm. And 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 that's always interesting. It's like, yeah, but a moment we get into that and we we actually roll up yeah. our sleeves and dig into our own life stories yeah. and start looking at ourselves mm-hmm. and go, well, okay, God, open up my heart. What is in front of yeah. what? What is there that 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 it is not to be fixed? Yeah, and yeah, I think then we we get closer mm-hmm. to to what what He wants for us. Yeah, but th- this past week I was um, at a at a, a local school here in the um, in Midrand area. And I was sitting, just talking to to the to the principal and all of that, or not the principal, kind of like the the owner in, of the school, if I'm not mistaken, but was someone at the school, um, someone talking, in a high position, <laughs> someone in a high position. And I was in the interview, or I was in the in the room with uh, with another guy in our in our organization, and we were talking just on how the school is run and all of that, and it's such a great platform that they that they developed. And the guy that was in the interview, or not the interview, the room with, um, 
whilst we were speaking to this senior official person. <laughs> um, yeah. There we go. So he, he said that a lot of people do the following that they, and I think this happens in church as well, is we put on a value system, especially Christians, we put on values in our lives. Okay. We, we put on these values and then we, we live life from these values. Grace it's admirable by my way. But then the problem comes in that we put the values in front of Christ mm -hmm. and then we live like that. And we say that Christ is backing my values. So when I make a decision in life, I'm making my decisions from my value system. And he said, that is where the problem comes in that the moment that we are in a place of decision or the moment that we make a decision, we are supposed to say, what is Christ saying about this decision? Or what is Christ saying about this position? Or what is Christ saying about this, um, this person in front of me? What is Christ saying about this situation? And from there you say, okay, Christ is saying act in love. So I'm now going to act in love, you know, or more than that, do we go and we, like you said in the beginning, we keep our mouths shut for, a, for, for the first while. And then we actually go back to Christ and we speak to Christ on the matter. And we actually have Holy Spirit guide us in the situation. And then we react. That is living from a place of Christ first, not your values first. And I know it might sound kind of strange because we say Christians should have values. Definitely. But Christians should show Christ before they show values. Because if we show values, if we show Christ, immediately we're showing something of values. Yeah, and, I, and I think um, so important. So, so good what you're saying. I think mm. so. It's really, really cool. Um, but I think to, to, to make it a little, a step more practical, yeah. how does this love, what, how would you mm. make this love that we need to have towards other people? How yeah. would you make that practical for someone? <laughs> First of all, take yourself out the picture because unfortunately we are always there we go <laughs> the problem is that we we tend to be in a situation and we always go in with the mindset what am i going to get out of this i mean we do it with god as well we we a lot of people will go and speak to god only when things are tough and when they want something now we do the same thing with a lot of people as well is we go into a situation and or we're in a situation and immediately we say okay how am i gonna or this is my opinion this is what we're supposed to be doing we we take a step back and we say okay how is this situation benefiting me by what i'm about to say okay then don't say that try and find the thing or allow yourself to to find the thing where it benefits the other person and not yourself because the problem is that we get in situations and we want to show love to others, but then we are at a, at a, at a place in our lives where we want something from the situation, situation as well. If it is recognition, if it is just feeling better about ourselves by breaking the other person down, whatever the case is. If we want to show love practically, take a step back, ask yourself, why am I in this position? And am I in this position just for myself? And more than that, Will I be okay if this person never recognizes it was me or never acknowledges it, it was me that helped them or whatever the case is. And I think that is something just in my own life that I've been seeing a lot less of in people in my own immediate circle. So. And I, I think it's so, it's so valuable. Um, I think we, it's so, it's so true. We put ourselves mm -hmm. first and, and, and then the rest and, 
I, I remember I was in, in Cape Town at a spa, like a little convenience yeah. store, and there was a rich lady in front of me, and she was like missing 50 cents or something yeah. like that. And so sometimes I'm oblivious to situations just mm-hmm. because that's my nature, yeah. especially when I want to get stuff done. It's just let's get mm-hmm. it done and then move yeah. on. So I came in and, and, and I was like, well, here's 50 cents. Now you can move along. I can pay my stuff and we can go. Yeah. Um, that was my intention. Mm. And oh my goodness, this lady burst into almost flames um, of anger. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I can pay this 50 cents. Like I'm rich yeah. enough. I'm this enough. And blah. Yeah. It's like, okay. I never thought anything. Yeah. I just. And sometimes we get it wrong, yeah. even even in our obliviousness to situation, yeah. we get it wrong. And I think that's okay um, to learn from the situations and mm. go, well, hopefully you have friends around you that can point mm. you in the right direction. I think oh. that is that is so important. But to talk can, I, love can I give you the, the, the polar opposite of that? I was one day here also in what we call checkers and uh, I was in the line and be and or rather I came into the store and one of these guys in the parking lot um, was or not the parking lot but he was begging for money and stuff like that in the in the parking lot and obviously for me in in, in South Africa we we tend to generalize immediately and they're like oh this guy's just gonna buy alcohol or whatever the case is and you know, I, I walk in and, you know, we, we get to in the store and all of that and I buy my stuff, but I get to the front of the till. Now this guy is behind me. Obviously I'm now this like in your story, the lady in front and I need like two rand cause I didn't have enough cash on me and I needed like two rand and I'm scrunching around in my pockets and all of that. And the queue is just getting longer behind me. And I'm just like, I don't have my card with me. Nothing. Like I've just got cash. I think I needed to pay like, 32 34 and something like that but i just had 32 whatever the case is and like immediately $2 yeah two euro, like and immediately francs, something like that yeah and immediately this guy behind me reaches in and he's like here's a two rand for you and i turn around it was this bum in the parking lot that was begging for money <laughs> and i stood there and i'm like oh i'm poor <laughs> but I stand in there. That was your first inclination. Is I'm poor now because I, 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 okay, that's cool. That's a bum cool. is helping me, but I think in that moment I realized that listen, my immediate reaction was selfish, because I'm I'm feeling insecure because a, a bum from the side of the road had to give me two rand because I didn't have enough money to buy my own food, and this guy is just buying bread for himself and he's giving his money that he begged for to me, and I'm just like this is great now i'm poor officially and where the reaction should have been i should have just said listen thank you so much i really appreciate you thanks that we can help each other out um, in a time like this and my mindset should have shifted in that space from listen now i'm insecure and i'm taking offense to rather listen i'm celebrating you now hey and that, that guy is practicing generosity exactly. is insane. That is exactly. really, really crazy cool. Um, so, but yeah, that's just very interesting. That sometimes, <laughs> it's sometimes difficult when we're standing on the other side of the aisle. And, and Exactly. 
And we are not on the receiving end of judgment, mm. but we are, are stereotypes or generalizing yeah. and just say what has happened exactly. when yeah. our generalization is not fulfilled. Exactly. So. Hey, but I, I think in all of it, um, society is rife with great um, uh, examples of yeah. how we as humans are funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and how we as christians sometimes just react interestingly to situations yeah. and that's okay yeah. i think that's where grace comes in but hey i think um do you have a final thought for for the people out there like what is the one thing that you think hey this is the thing about yeah. our generalization that, that they should take home or yeah i think write down on a piece of <laughs> i think let's let's be honest don't be so hard on yourself um, because we, we tend to have this mindset of we have to be perfect and we have to get everything right because otherwise God is going to smite me from the heavens with a bolt of lightning or something. I don't know when God became Zeus, but anyway. So <laughs> we, we tend to have this thought of, listen, God is going to punish me when I do something wrong. So I have to be perfect. But the problem is in our striving for perfection, we tend to make the most damage. And I think we need to acknowledge, number one, we need a savior. We need Jesus to show us how to live. And just from that space, just know that we will face persecution. We will face people telling us, listen, you are judgmental because it's different. We sometimes, even when we act in love or when we act in an opposite spirit, we, we will face judgment because people are not used to that anymore. We're living in a world where people are very offended very quickly because we need to defend ourselves we need to save ourselves we need to get in a position where we know that we are that we are that we are okay but i think that is what jesus comes in where jesus comes in and just says listen i'm your savior just Mm. just just focus on me like what you said earlier just fix your gaze on jesus that's it what do you think (laughs) that's it yeah and that's that's kind of my my thing i think the moment we we really delve deep into not what church is saying or Mm. some other third party theologian is saying like what is the bible teaching what is how did jesus react to people um and and i think asking ourselves the question am Mm. i generalizing and i am i stereotyping and as soon as we start asking ourselves that question or just have friends to say hey i thought this can you help me like yeah do you think this is even remotely close to um the truth or not um i think bouncing off those ideas off of people and and having conversations not scream at each other and my opinion is correct and yours are not Um, i think listening to each other getting to on on a basis where where we are civil yeah i agree which is possible but um where we can listen to each other and really really i love what you said before put jesus first not your value system, not let him, let him in the end infiltrate mm-hmm. your values and change that. I love, I, I really like yeah. that idea. So, yeah. So, Ooh. hey guys, keep the conversation going. Yeah. Um, that is the most important thing. Uh, if you want to let us know about any stereotypes we touched on today, mm-hmm. uh, please drop us an email. Uh, give us a thumbs up on YouTube. Just download it on Spotify or the yeah. podcast. Uh, yes, that would be wonderful. Cool.
Thanks, Luke. It was a good conversation. As I said in the beginning, it's a lacquer topic. It was a lacquer conversation. So it's good. Yeah. All right. Cheers, guys. Yes, guys.